Welcome to the RSV Podcast for this Shabbos Parshas Miketz, Rosh Chodesh Teves, Shabbos Chanukah, Tavshin Pei Gimel. This week's podcast is sponsored by our dear friends, Hanoch and Zeli Bernath, by Sarah and Sully Milstein, by Harry and Suzanne Zettel and family, in loving memory of Yosef and Shmuel, Joseph Zettel, for his yard site on the 6th of Teves. Sponsorships are 180 US, 200 Canadian, with both US and Canadian receipts available. Chanukah. So at least initially, Chanukah is so much about Pursume Nisa. It's about sending messages to the whole world, about broadcasting, about really announcing what we accomplished, what HaGadosh Baruch does for us. And so we really do focus on the world at large. And so the Gemara in Shabbos Chafalov tells us, famous, famous Gemara, Menicha, you take your Chanukah licht and you place it where? Al Pesach HaSamech Towards the outside, debate, Rashi, Tysus, what does this mean? Outside the courtyard, from the house into the courtyard. But it's outside. It's not in the house. It's not for the house. It's for the outside world. Now, not so simple. Sometimes you can't. You live in a second story. So, when you live in a second story, that's how Shulchan Aruch brings it down. You go ahead and you place it in the window. If you can place it outside, you place it for the outside in the window where the outside can, can see. Ramado steps in and points out that's a little bit different. It's a little later in Jewish history. It's Ashkenaz. It's a difficult milieu. A lot of anti-Semitism. You just can't place it outside. You can't even place it in the window. So, kudlanu madlikin bifnim. We place it inside because we have to. Now, why is this? Sakon, it's dangerous. So many readings. Anti-Semitism, that's certainly a factor. Or Hashulchan, interesting, Or Hashulchan, he points out, Sakan is the climate. Ashkenaz was cold and stormy and windy and rainy, and you just couldn't place it outside. So inside. But it's not just inside, it's totally inside. It's far removed from the world at large, where only the family can see. We place it at the doorway going into the house. The outside doesn't connect at all. And it's a little bit of a question, because you really can, at least in certain societies, do it. Not every society was so terribly anti-Semitic. Sometimes you could have placed it in the window, sometimes maybe even outside. Maybe the weather was benign in certain areas. Itur steps in and says, Once the minig is to focus on the inside, that's where we leave it, that's where it remains. And it goes from there, Dvar Yeshua says, it's not just that you don't have to light it outside. You have to light it inside. Our focus is on the family. There was a shift. Away from the outside world, away from the world at large, away from classic Persumenisa towards the family. And the shift, interestingly enough, wasn't only in where we lit, it was also when we lit. When did we light? What does the Gemara on Shabbos tell us? So the Gemara is very particular about a very exact time. From when the sun sets, until people stop walking on the streets. Remember, there were no street lamps and street lights and electricity. No one worked at night. Everyone finished working when the sun set and they made their home. So for a half hour after sunset, People walked the streets. After that, no one was out and about. It was just a sakana to be out and about. It was dangerous. There were puddles and thieves, no streetlights whatsoever. And so everyone was home. Now, when exactly is sunset? That's a little bit of a debate. 
Ramam says, really it sounds like actual sunset. Shulchan Aruch says, a little bit later, Sof Shkiasa, sunset is a long process. It begins with the setting of the sun, when the sun goes over the horizon. But it takes a block of time until the light actually fully recedes. So we can debate when sunset is. A little bit after sunset, sunset itself. But there's a very, very exact time. Some will push the time a little bit earlier. There's a famous Uraim who goes ahead and says, he's quoted in the Bach, he says, you know what, if you're really stuck, it doesn't have to be sunset. Plaga Mincha, the time the Mincha was brought, the carbon Mincha was brought, um, halfway, that block of time, you can go ahead and start lighting candles an hour and a quarter before sunset. But there's a very, very exact block of time in which you bring it. And that block of time is about accommodating the people in the street. When they finish work, when they're walking home, that's when you go ahead and light your Hanukkah licht. But it's interesting, it's not necessarily what we do. The Mekar Chaim brings down that the Minig in Vermeiza, Minig in Germany, and the Gehilos Shum there, that area of northern Germ- uh, that area of, of northern France, southern Germany, people would light Bizman Achilosim, when they would eat at the family meal. Now, they would eat after sunset, well after sunset. That's not what the Gemara says, but we're shifting it to its family time. We're shifting where we light, and we're shifting when we light. And it's so interesting. A mitzvah that was all about Pesume Nisa, was all about sending messages to the world as a whole, has become a mitzvah that is focused on family. A time that suits the family, a place that suits a family. And it really speaks to us, doesn't it? It speaks to us about the tough calls that we have to make. Because sometimes there's a tension. Sometimes there are family needs and personal needs. And sometimes it's hard to know where to channel our efforts. So a father wants to go out and do the daf at night, and he should. But at the very same time, his son needs help with his homework, and he needs it. A mother wants to be involved in a local stucca, and she should. But at the very same time, a daughter is involved in a class project. Very difficult to know where to channel your efforts. This is not between good and bad. This is between good and good. Two different worlds, good worlds, the world outside and the world inside, both need our effort, both deserve our effort. The question is, what do you do when there's a tension and you can't cut yourself in two? Where do you place your effort? Inside versus outside. The message of Hanukkah Licht, the message of Hanukkah Licht today might be that you channel your effort inside. Once upon a time, it might not have been this way. Once upon a time, the world outside the home and the world inside the home might have been very, very similar. Similar values, similar mindsets. It was a Jewish milieu, a from milieu. People outside our home identified with our ideas. And if we stepped outside our home and there was a little bit of a void and a child needed to fill that by stepping out the home himself, it wasn't the end of the world because the values outside were similar to the values inside. That's no longer the case. Our values and the values of the world are hugely different, markedly different. And if we step out of the home and there's a void, and our child, because of that, has to step outside, he'll be getting a very, very different message. Different messages about what community is about, and about what family is about, and about what aspirations are about. Totally different messages. Our world isn't the world at large, and the world at large isn't our world. 
Once upon a time, they might have been the same. And once upon the time, if we channeled more effort outside, and because of that there was less energy left for inside, wasn't the end of the world. Of course, inside always deserved the effort. But today, when going ahead and creating that void creates a great dilemma. If we step outside the home, and because of that there's a void inside the home, it'll be a problem. Today, the choice must be favor inside over outside. Very frequently, we can accommodate both. And if we stretch ourselves, we usually can. But sometimes we can't. When we can't, it's the inside that should prevail over the outside. It is the home that is more important than the community. It's a message for Hanukkah, but I think it's really a message for life. A good Shabbos, a lichtig in Hanukkah, and a wonderful, wonderful Chodesh Teves. Looking forward to connecting again next week in Yerush Hashem.